Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. All right, I'm staring at him. That's Bo Root. I'm Nicholas Allenbaugh. I feel like I was just here. You were just here. We may or may not have been knocking out two pods, but people don't need to know that, okay? People don't sometimes, need to know. Sometimes. Sometimes we knock out pods. We turn the mic off, and then we go, we're not done. No, we're then not, we we're turn not. it yeah, back on. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Or I'm, it's just better for their viewing well, pleasure to have things broken. I also, I mean, RIP to my life. This weekend, I'm, I have to drive to South Dakota with my wife and three kids for my nephew's high school graduation. I mean, so Marv is turns one. Mackie khakis is two and a half. Mave seven. Like two and a half year old khakis. Yeah, two and a half year old khaki pants is going to be in the back seat, <laughs> pooping his pants. It's going to be so brutal. that's like a real. That's probably. I mean, how long? How many hours? In the that's car? like six hours. We're dri- like, six hours with three in the car. Yeah, that's, brutal. This is the first time you've had a real like yeah, so, Gr- Griswold family yes, vacation. I know. I know. Whoa, that's a stretch. <sighs> I, know. I, I hey, I'm. I'm doing a I'm doing seven and a half to Colorado in June with Little Bell Bell. So. Oh boy! Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. It scares me back? a little bit. Can, at some point, because is that your wife's grandparents' place still? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I want to go back there. Well, you're Can invited. I come back there? You're invited. The best two uh, quick story about <laughs> no whatever it is, don't tell it. Whatever well, it is, of all, don't tell it. First, first of all, we you may. You took me fly fishing. We had a guide. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we fly fishing. That was great. Me and my... I mean, I was just like, touch a fish? What? No way. I mean, the, the guide spent the whole time unraveling my... You know, it was horrible. But you... You caught, you caught fish, though. That, I, I was did. proud I, of you. I, yeah, it was fun. That was... You that were was a good. fisherman that You day. Let me tell you. I'm I'm Mr. Like, uh, I'll stay at the Hilton, please. <laughs> <laughs> but you stand in a river... In the morning sun or with mountains around you, and you are, it's good. Even for Mr. I'm Johnny Hilton. That's why I was, I, I campaigned to get Nick Ba to go fly fishing for about 20 years, and I finally got you. And it, like I said, you don't even have to catch a fish to enjoy the day. It's that good. It was be, great. Just to be out there. It was great. Yeah. But no, the, that, in the morning, we were, so my wife, our wives, it was the four of us. And we were doing breakfast stuff in the morning. And for people that don't know, Bo has a smooth. Do you still have a smoothie every morning? Yes. <laughs> every morning. You made Bo is over there, you know, concocting a smoothie. He's putting spinach in there. He's got his flax seed. He's got his blueberries and strawberries and all that stuff. He's putting it all together. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he starts blending it up. And this, this I mean, it fills a whole blender full. And you could, I mean, I think Kim and I were like, this dude made us smoothies. This is great. (laughs) This dude (laughs) takes the blender whole thing. You walk over and you sit down with the whole blender and you proceed to drink an entire blender full of smoothies. (laughs) Out of the blender. Out of the blender. You didn't even like pour it into a cup. You drank a whole blender of smooth. That's a lot of smoothie. It is. It's about two and a half cups worth like big cups <laughs> i mean do you just I so mean, now, cup, so now mean, the the good thing is now is my daughter 
loves She's, a smoothie. Okay. So I give her a little bit. My wife takes a little bit now. But you're, you, I still got at least two cups full. Because he can't. That's amazing. Because I eat peanut butter toast every day. So yes. you gotta, you gotta have something to eat. Yeah, the I, I totally get it. Otherwise, you get, you know, the got milk. Like, uh, yeah. Got smoothie? Aaron Burr. Burr. One of the greatest commercials. That is, it's stuck. I mean, I feel like, I'll, I mean, obviously, it's stuck with us. That's why it's so good. It's a sticky one. But no, Bo, tire blender is smooth. And I mean, I was immediately had to call you out. It's like, you're just going to drink that entire blender of, every day. Oh, that's amazing. Not even a thought. Of course. That's so good. Okay. So today we're talking uh, over the last week ish or so. We started to see some over/under win totals for next season come out for all, pretty much everybody. Yeah, and Nebraska obviously DraftKings. DraftKings set Nebraska's win total next year. They're over/under at six. On the mark. On the mark. FanDuel set it at six and a half. ESPN's FPI, their football power index, and I mean, who knows? I feel like there's like they're in a lab, and you know, no one will let out the secret of what goes into the FPI. But the FBI, the FPI formula projected Nebraska between 5.7 wins and 6.3 wins. So if, let's call it six. They projected Nebraska to finish 11th place in the Big Ten and 52nd in the country. They gave Nebraska a 54% chance of winning six games. So three entities, three outlets, all arriving at about the same number of six. Um, what's your – give me your – I'm going to go – I want to go game by game here and use FPIs and we'll kind of just give our gut – but like oh, your man. gut, your what's your gut tell you? You got smoothie. You have a whole blender full of smoothie in that gut. Oh, okay. So I've, eat, I've drank my you smoothie. Drank your okay. smoothie. Oh. <laughs> you drank your smoothie. Ooh, now uh, that ooh. the smoothie's been – Okay, here, here's how I'm going to phrase what I'm about to say here, Okay. Because we're going to go through game by game. We're going to go through game by My game. My answer is different when I go game by game okay. than if I just answer what it should be. So if if let's this is this will help me. Like if the if the line is six and a half of all those, let's say, can we call it six and a half? Let's call it. six. I'm taking the under because I'm saying six is probably my number. Just like not even looking at the games, looking at this team, I'm going to say six wins is what I'd go with. Okay. Yep. Right, but like when we go through game by game, I'm gonna have a harder time sticking to that because I always do. <laughs> I love it. I love going. I love picking. This is gonna oh, be fun. Like what man. I want to do is kind of save this on our picks, and then we'll revisit it maybe yeah. in the middle of the summer, and then we'll have our season prediction and see how much things have changed. Yeah, I do love. Like I feel like every year, whenever we've done this, you arrive at like Nebraska is going ten and two and I'm, winning the I'm, national title. I've been like eight wins every year, and every just year. like I can't. <laughs> I can't look at like us versus like Illinois and or us versus Purdue and be like, we're just gonna lose. Maybe like, like, all right, week two, Nebraska's at Philadelphia Eagles. You'd be like, I'm gonna go on Nebraska. Are we really gonna just like, we're home, we're home. Like, uh, I think, I mean, there's a path to getting to six. Like, but but let me ask you this: Do you see it like? Oh, I'm in the with sense you. of like I'm, when you think about the team versus like is it harder when you actually look at the games or I is it like, like you know what's crazy is I'm I'm with you and like I I wrote all this stuff down so I've already in my head kind of hammered through it yeah but I'm with you like on paper in my mind I'm like six this team's going to go six and six yeah but when you go through it you're kind of like eh, you could find a way to get to seven if things really get crazy eight but. 
I mean, do you want to? Do you want? Do you just want to go through it? You want to do it Whatever. right out the Antonio Gates here? Whatever. Whatever. Here's what's fun about this. I'm going to go through the whole schedule, and I'm also going to give you FPI's percentage chance that Nebraska wins the game. So I'm going that to will you, help. That will help. And I'm going to give you that'll give you a chance too to take issue with it because okay. I know you probably will. Because I think the, I'm guessing the Minnesota ones one of the ugly percentages. It's for us. it's pretty. There's yeah. some uglier ones, but it's ugly. Yeah. So week one at Minnesota, ESPN's FPI gives Nebraska a 33 percent chance of winning the game. I'm thinking Nebraska's taking an L. I I'll think, think I think like that's a winnable game still, but I would say the fair the fair assessment's got to be we're not ready to beat a well coached Minnesota team. No. That should be the, the the fair assessment, even though they they've lost some big pieces. Um, I think that's a fair that's probably a fair L to start with. That's even just a though, tough. That's a tough. When you ask me next fall, Nick, it's going to be a W. Just so you know, it's going to be a W. I what what. And we don't need to go down this path because me and you complain too much about this. Like, why can't Nebraska start with, like, roast beef state? Why do they always get to start with, like, I mean, it's, it's, at Minnesota? It's been, it, I'll tell you what, it is is a factor. It's one of the many factors, but a factor in our lack of success for the last four years is we've started out with these, like, kind of bad Opener. Yes. I mean, we got Ohio at Northwestern State. and Dublin at Ohio State in the COVID year at, at Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, like, like those are four geez. bad games. Those are bad games for us yes. to start with. And I'm kind of going like, I don't know how much say we have over it, but if we do, I, I think we've made some big mistakes. Like yeah. you, you need to fight when you're a team that hasn't proven it. You need to get three roast beef states in the first four games. You got sure. to do it. You got to find a way to to give yourself some wins to get the get the blood flowing, getting the whole like yeah. Get, get especially some, especially yeah. when you're year one of a new. You know what I mean? Like you you're maybe in you know after you've been there for a couple of years, you could yeah. probably chew you know take take on a, a a tough team, but just year one of a new coach, like come on. Yeah. Um, at, okay, we're both going L there right now. At Colorado week two. How about I, this? I, FPI index gives Nebraska a 71% chance of winning. Wow. Keep in mind, keep in mind, Colorado was atrocious. They were probably the worst power conference team in football last year. They Dion is running everybody off. They've lost over fifty scholarship players. Yeah. He's running everybody in the portal now. He's bringing in some decent dudes. They play. They open the year at TCU. Colorado does. So they might they might take it on the chin out the gates. Yeah. But what do you think? Boulder week two. The, I'm not outside of the two other non-con games. This is the best chance percentage-wise Nebraska has to win according to the FBI. I'm going to say they win, but I don't feel great about it. So so my my critique would be I would choose W, but I would say I'm if I'm making that power ring, I'm like it's like 52% Nebraska. Like it's not 77. Like this is a this is more of a coin flip than it is like a shirt. Like Dion's going to bring in some talent and it's new versus new to me. Like we're right. you know Let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. We've lost two the last two times we've played Colorado. I think we I think we can win it, but I think this is closer than than I agree. Like sure thing, I totally know? agree. But I'm I'll pick win. I'll pick yep. win. Yep. Okay. 
then now you got your two, at least on paper, very winnable games. Northern Illinois in Lincoln. It's crazy to think that it's going to be the third week of the year before Matt Rule has his first home game at Memorial Stadium. But Northern Illinois, FBI chance of winning 86%. We're going win. W's. Louisiana Tech, FBI chance of winning 84%. W. So we got Nebraska starting 3-1. and one. But we always do this. That's always, <laughs> I think I had him 6-0 and oh last year. Then Harbaugh comes to town after just watching like Vince Lombardi documentaries. I'm like, I like this guy. I like him. I, I, I really like him. FPI chance of winning. <laughs> FPI chance of winning 12%. He does kind of like, he wears like the, the glasses of the guys from like 1950s. He's yes, he like, does. He's like, I'm going to embrace this. <laughs> like he really like. He's of another era. I feel kinda. like Ray Ban has been like, it's the Vince Lombardi line, and and Jim Harbaugh is like, I want it. I really like that. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> he, I, 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 I think there is something there with Harbaugh. It's, he's an old. He's just an old he does. Soul. He likes nineteen. He he seems like he's still. He's like, do we have a milkman? You're like, yeah. no. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> When's the milkman coming? You're like, excuse me. What? I'm Jim? getting in the Chrysler. And I'm going to the store to get milk because the milkman's not here. <laughs> the milkman didn't come this week. What? But 12% chance, I mean, L. L. I'm picking an L. L. Even though if Ernest Hausman even thinks about coming into Lincoln and uh, sacking Jeff Sims, I'm not going to be happy with with Ernie. Okay. No, so was, now, this game is Il- this is, this is the, the telltale sign of where we actually think the season's going. At Illinois. FPI has Nebraska with a 32% chance of winning. I'm going L. I get the sense you want to throw up the dub on that ass. They lost their defensive coordinator. Yes. They put, I think they had three DBs in the first two or three rounds um, that they just lost. Yep. But they're well coached. It's in Champaign where the champagne flows. I think I need since we already got three wins. Oh man! <laughs> I'm well, going, well, I'm gonna throw up the L on that one, boy. Oh, look at you, 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 Brett Bielema on line two is not happy with the disrespect from Bo Root. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I've never seen Al, you. Give me the L. Take the L. Okay. The L. Okay. Take the L. Just get out. Get out. Get off the field. Just get off the field. Okay. Oh. So what? Nebraska. I almost three and a, three. I almost went four and fourth and one. Don't, Not a good no, decision. Punt, punt. Not a good you decision. You call timeout to think I'm on about my it. My side of the field. You try to draw okay. them off sides and then you punt no, it away. No, just don't. Okay. Just play it safe. Punt the play ball. Play it safe. Okay. Uh, so what? Nebraska starts out three and three, right? Losses to, according to us, losses to Illinois, Michigan, and Minnesota. Wins over Colorado on the road, Northern Illinois, and Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Three and three. Northwestern comes to Lincoln. FPI chance of winning 68%. Even though I love me some Fitz, I would leave my wife for Pat Fitzgerald. I know this. You can tell Pat that. I know this. Yes. I think Nebraska's <laughs> finna win that game. I'll take it. I'll, I'll take, take that it. Too. I'll take it. Okay. Four and three. Here comes the Boilermakers. Jeff Brom went to Louisville. They got uh, old boy that they got the Illinois. young cat from Illinois. Yeah, that, good, you know, good coordinator. 
He's a young cat. He watched Snick. He's so young, he watched Snick. He was you understand? Big, he was on the big green couch. He was on the big orange the couch. Big, he we watched had the big green he, couch. If you played the All That theme song, he would know. That's how young he is. He Purdue, Nebraska, FBI chance of winning 51%. I think Nebraska going to win that game. I think that's probably a good – we're home, new coach – that is a, an opportunity for a win. I would say I would go with that, too. Okay, so now five, is that right? Five and three? Five and three. Wow. Now, going on the road, Michigan State. Why am I? Mel Tucker's still the coach, right? He didn't take another job, did no, he? Mel, yeah, Mel okay, Mel still, Tucker's yeah. still there. I had to get my Google game right. Shouts out to Google. Nebraska's chance of winning, 23% in East Lansing. They yeah. did just lose their quarterback, though. Their quarterback hit the portal, headed to Auburn. I'm going L. I'm going L as well. But that game, I don't know. There could be there could be some crikey revenge from that game because we all remember what happened with with yeah Cerny. This is where I'm trying to be disciplined, and I'm I'm not You're a disciplined investor. I'm trying to be disciplined next fall, Nick. The discipline. <laughs> I'm going to tell you where I won't be disciplined next fall. I will tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> okay, but I, yeah, I'm gonna go L. I'm gonna go L. I'm there. gonna go L. So five and four, correct? Yep. Here comes the Maryland Terrapins to Lincoln, Nebraska. FPI chance of winning for Nebraska fifty one percent. Okay. I kind of want to pick Nebraska. Maryland's one of those teams every year that I have no real great feel for, but I feel like they're always a little better than you think they are. They are. They usually are. But where you going? I'm going to go. I think I'm going to pick Nebraska to win that game. I'm I'm actually going to take the L, I think, because Tua's little brother's still going there. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to say Tua's – Two is they got a, a quarterback that's got some, some Tua Jr. dangerous, yeah. Two a junior, um, so I'm actually going to take the L there. I'm going to be disciplined and stick with. You're my You're a very L's. disciplined investor. You're like Mr. Yeah. Wonderful. The way you've amassed your your money is you're a very disciplined investor. I'm a very disciplined investor. <laughs> so one, two, three, four, so five. That's five, and you're at six. I'm at six. Yeah, I'm already at six. You're at six. So I'm at six and four. Nebraska's going bowling, according to Nicholas Allen Baugh. You still got some work to do. I'm at five. You're going to House of Pain, jump around. Luke Fickle, the head man at Wisconsin, FPI chance of winning for Nebraska, 18%. That feels really low. And that here's where I'm gonna I'm going against Oh, all now you're logic. not a disciplined investor. I'm going against logic here. Uh, this is like going off hunch. I just feel like there's there's a lot of changes for Wisconsin. There They're going to the run and shoot, basically, like the or the you know whatever it's called now. But like, I think there is something about this game that I like. This is maybe where I'm just going off the. I love it. Rails. You're a disciplined investor. You got to, like Uber just made a pitch. You said no thanks. Yeah. Apple made a pitch. You said no thanks. And then here came like Enron. we work. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> So you're uh, going dub. They're going to Madison, Wisconsin. This is like a gut call. Okay, I have I some it. gut call. This is like going to be our signature win of the year. I like it. 
And I think it's because Wisconsin is making a they're having an identity cross crisis. Yes, so they're going to win some games like they always do, and they're going to play some pretty good defense. But like, I think there's going to be more struggle out of them trying to find their identity. And I I could see that. So this is my this is my big swing. I like is, it. We got an eighteen percent rating. I would probably disagree with that. I think that feels like unknown. crazy. So I, I'm actually going to go out on my limb. I'm going to give Maryland the win the week before, which the numbers say I shouldn't, and I'm going to go with Nebraska against Wisconsin. Okay, so I'm going L. So I'm at. So we're both at six and five. We're at six. But here comes the Iowa Hawkeyes to end the year. It's in Lincoln. FPI index gives Nebraska a 43% chance of winning. Nebraska went to Iowa City last year and beat that ass. They did. Let's be honest. Over the course of the last handful of years, Nebraska like they Nebraska should have should have won a few. Of should those have won games. a couple of those. But is Kirk Ferentz going to allow Matt Rule to walk into the Big Ten and not get a piece of special teams and? 18 punts in a game? I doubt it. Is Matt Rule ready to be more disciplined than Iowa? And I I am in the in the spring going to say he's not ready. I agree. But next fall, this is going to go on my short list of like of the, dis, the it's on the maybes. I've got two hard maybes that are about to you, get you, flipped. Uh, but uh, for the record, every loss except Michigan, <laughs> you have couched every one of your answers with in the fall. <laughs> In the fall. Nick, I'm looking at <laughs> Illinois, That's what I'm saying. Maryland, and Iowa, and maybe Michigan State, where I'm like, God, so, dang. So, are... to, yes. So, I you might and I have six and six, yeah. but you're right. Like, here's the – so, Nebraska's just got to go 3-0 and in the non-con. Not – I mean – Doable. Doable. Colorado, they were horrific last year. But then Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech. But then you have – Home games against Northwestern, Purdue, Maryland, and Iowa. That's I mean that's a that's not murderer's row. No, those are four winnable games. Even if you win a couple of them, and then you got a team in Iowa coming, or you got a team in in Michigan State. You go into their crib. That's like I don't know how good Michigan State is. I I don't. But Michigan State, Wisconsin, Iowa are all. I mean, this is the schedule we've been kind of wanting to get to. Yeah, and. You know, and this is the the real wild card is like, I odds are we're not going to beat Minnesota, but if we did, we have all sorts of momentum for next season. Even with a loss to Michigan, it's like you got the home against Illinois, or no, your way against Illinois, but you're home against Northwestern, you're home, home against, against Purdue, Purdue, and you're home against Maryland. And I, I mean, it's like. You could win some a lot of games next your, year. Your crossovers are, are aren't brutal, right? At Michigan State, Maryland at home, Michigan's tough, but like not you know, it's not like you're having I mean Nebraska had years where they played Michigan and Ohio State. It's like, yeah. well, thanks for that. In, in Wisconsin but, when they're up, like right. an up Wisconsin team like It is going to hurt my soul this you know how I feel about Wisconsin. When I turn on an 11 a.m. Wisconsin game and they're not in double tights, I formation and running ISOs, it's going to hurt. That hurts me. They're going to. It is. I think it's a mistake. I, I think don't, it's a huge I don't mistake. know. I think they they found a nice sweet spot and they're very consistent doing what they do, you know, at a level that wasn't quite as as 
conservative as Iowa where it became like detrimental. Right. So unless they're worried they're going to turn into Iowa, but they always produce running back. Like they always had these great running backs. They go, be running back you. I agree. Run the ball, put it tackles hurts. It hurts and my guards heart. and centers in the NFL. Tight end have here great. They always had great running backs and great linebackers. Yeah, great linebackers and a yeah. good and big big ass O lineman out there just being big. But yeah, I would say doing this exercise, this schedule's not no crazy man. No, and you know that's why I I call I I manufactured my way in the six because I felt like I had to. You try to be a disciplined investor. Today. I am. I said, but six you, is my number. But my heart next fall. It's gonna. You're not gonna be so disciplined. You're gonna want to invest. Oh yes. Once once I (laughs) once I see the company and I meet the people, you're in. I'm writing blank checks. You're writing a big check. Okay. I. You know what's weird though? I feel great about Matt Rule. Like I feel really good about him being in charge. He's touching. He's hitting on all the right notes. He's he's all that. But that feeling hasn't translated into confidence next year yet for me like someone would be like oh so you feel good about rules so you think good things next year i'm like no i don't i don't necessarily think that no it, it's i mean the ro- i just look at the roster i mean that, matt I rule publicly has done everything right he is we've talked about it. he's dialed in right he is dialed in uh with everything that you can publicly you know communicate into you know seemingly do uh, he like has not missed. He literally. has not missed. It's been unbelievable. But it's like you got to get the horses in here, and you got to show us what we're all about first. And I, I, I don't think we can expect the finished product of the Matt Rule era to even be close to next year. It's going to be two and three years down, which is hard to swallow potentially. But we just got to hope for like an upside year where like things go right instead of winning five we win seven or eight like right. that'd be a great first year be totally unbelievable. i mean it's just it's you know you, you got a quarterback that i'm just not i gotta see it first at nebraska yeah. i don't know how good nebraska's skill guys are um you got brand new coaches in the big 10 too, position wise coordinator like yeah. there's just a learning curve that comes with that so it's weird i feel really really good about matt rule but that feeling has not spilled over into like being drunk on being yeah. like, oh, I think they're gonna win. They're they're gonna play for a Big Ten title next year. They're gonna win nine games or something like that. I don't feel like that. Well, but, I, I think to me, it's like what Matt Rule has shown is he's dialed in and like he he's done all the things that like we've wanted him to do. Which to me is like maybe that translates to he's gonna win all the games he's supposed to win, and he's gonna lose all the games he's supposed to lose. Right. So but you know what's weird? Maybe about that? that's gonna be the Matt rule first year where it's six or seven wins. Right. Because it is like, you're going by power, you know, yeah, you're just yeah. like, he, like he's going to do what he's supposed to do, but he's not going to go crazy and exceed. It. He's just going to like, so I don't know. I mean, that's why I think six feels to me the number, but, um, I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say it's gonna okay. You want to have fun here? What, what is see? Let's play ceiling floor. Let's play HDTV football ceiling floor. The, the, the floor amount of win. Like, what is, like, shit goes terrible. Shit goes terrible. Three and nine? Three. He'll, he'll, find, one, he'll find one win in the Big Ten, and he'll beat. You, he, beat, you beat the two. You yeah. beat Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech, and then you find a way to beat one of Northwestern, Purdue, 
Maryland. Maryland, yeah. you know, like you beat three feels like the floor. Yeah. The ceiling, Two, it's three, hard for me to four, get further than eight. Five, six, seven. Eight's probably the ceiling. That's probably, I mean. If we're being, I mean, I know ceiling, you want, I mean, let's not ceiling get. Ceiling is eight. We don't want vaulted high ceilings. I mean, I'm a normal ceiling here. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say. Uh, I can't get there. I can't. Can't I mean, get nine. Can't get nine right now. It's, until, I mean, it's, until nothing's you show impossible, me, but. Until you show me. O-line, D-line, quarterback play on a level that I need to see. I can't you give can't you nine. You can't say nine. You can say eight on everything falls into place and you pull a couple squeakers out. But if your O-line, D-line, quarterback play are on a certain level, like you're not winning nine games. I totally agree. So ceiling, not eight. Floor, three. And lo and behold, we're right we're down calling the middle. It six. We're calling it six and six. If, you, if somebody says... The line is six five. I'm under. They say it's five and a half. Five and a half. I'm probably over, but like I'm landing on six. I wouldn't bet it. Like right now, you and I are in Vegas, and we could bet that it's at six. I just I don't think I could get myself to bet. On, like honestly, if I feel like it's, it was my, on the mark. If it was six and you had to bet it, I think under. I would take the under. I would take the under if I had to bet it. But that's right what's so now. weird. Maybe right that's now. a better way to frame what I was trying to say about like I feel great about rule, but if you said, okay, you got to bet the over-under, and the, it's at six. I'm like, well, I'll take the under. It's like, well, wait a minute, what? I know yeah, that doesn't – because usually – But see, that's where I'm – I'm, I'm like, uh, that's where I'm talking on both sides of my mouth. I know, like, me too. I'm but... looking I'm looking at these these games like it's more of like a I'm not that impressed with the teams rather than I'm like I'm really impressed with us. I'm not really like, impressed with us I either. I just felt like Nebraska was kind of a disaster for most of last year yeah. given everything that had happened. And – like, I mean, I watched Minnesota come to town. Yeah. I watched Illinois come to town. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nebraska beat Iowa. They, like, I, I just didn't think a lot of these teams were that we're impressive. In, we're in I, every game. We're in every game. Yes. And, yeah, I, I just need to see, you know, what else happens this offseason, like how we look in the fall. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, Bo, the reality is we're sitting here projecting this. I have no idea what Nebraska is going to look like. Next year. I, That's what's hard about what it. What I saw in the spring game was like, Eh, we're okay. Looked like an average football team. Yeah, and I would say if you gave me what we have in the spring with no improvements, I'm going that under all day, right? I'm yes. taking all day long that under. But, you know, if we make some improvements, add some pieces, you know, like we're getting some, you know, you know, some of these guys back from injuries. You get Ty Robinson, you get Teddy P back. Uh, Teddy Pena. Teddy Pena down. down. Yeah. Oh, you're uh, talking about Teddy Pena down? The, yeah, and then Jason Peter Jr. will be back and uh, – <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, uh, we're we're gonna be like. Then we're you know, we got we got Reimer, we got Henrich, you know, like we got some guys like, oh yeah, yeah, these are the guys that we like. They played a lot of football, like so. Uh, Teddy Pen, we we have to retire the Ultimate Warrior. That's he too is, bad. Uh, That's sad. Chancellor Brewington. Chan is, Why? Do you, where's he at? I uh, he should have. Petition to be yeah, he like, been come on, year. why can't that guy play college football till he's 30? He just comes in and pancakes people. I'm he's sure, the goal line Grim Reaper. I think I'm come sure on. his one of his rich uncles could have mm. built a new wing in the library and make you need a donation. I need another donation. So my Chancellor has another year of eligibility. <laughs> he needs somebody's gonna have to <laughs> grease the wheels, if you know what I mean. Chancellor has a few more blocks to crack on. 
Grease the wheels. <laughs> oh man, I just I want to see Teddy Pena ass down back out there, Teddy boy. Pena ass down. He will pen your ass down. Okay, so there you go. I think that's about right. Like there, I I don't feel like Vegas was way off. Six feels, six feels like the number. This is the placeholder. Uh, the week or two before the game, before the season, we you're, usually you're going to be. Like, we we usually do one of these before the season. Yeah. Oh, so. we're, I know, but this is fun. So okay, this so will let's, hold let's the place. Mark it down here. We're mid May. Nick Bob Borut are going six and six. Let's we could revisit it. Do we, let's wait till the we, yeah. midsummer. It's like nothing's really going to change. Like I really like the one hype video that came out. Makes me think that <laughs> Thomas Fedoni's going to have a big year. But I. We'll wait till the we'll wait till August and then we'll redo this thing. Something tells me you're not gonna you're di- Mr. Wonderful is gonna show up and not be disciplined here. You're, they're <laughs> gonna squish you like a cockroach, Bo. They're gonna squish they're gonna squish you like a cockroach with your predictions here. I, th- I got to be honest, Wisconsin. Your business plan you need to take it outside of the barn and shoot it. <laughs> it's a dog. It's, it's a, a dog. dog. <laughs> take it behind the barn and shoot it. Uh, okay. Well. Uh, that's all she wrote. 32 minutes. We're talking over-unders. This was good. You get the hell out of my house and go home to your wife and kid and do whatever it is that you do at night. Do you have a... You, oh, no, you got a, it's a nighttime smoothie for you. You got a whole blender of smoothie. Let me hit the Hail Varsity Radio. Every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.